guys, I'm Teresa Caesar, and you are listening to Heart to Talk, the podcast, episode 10. Are you craving something more in your job, career, or current path that you're taking? Well, I'm here to tell you that you can make it happen. Your life is basically an incredible movie, and you are the main character. But sometimes you forget that, and you become an extra or just someone in the background. However, if you make an inner declaration with your words and thoughts and action steps, you will then harness your position and power to actually live the life you want, do more, and not limit yourself. Today's guest, Dr. Layla Hyshaw, has been writing her own story beautifully. She is the first female pediatric dentist to practice in Tucson, Arizona. She's been practicing for over two decades. She's also a mother of three and a wife. She is a prime example of someone that knows the power you have in writing your life story. She continues to reignite her passions and not be defined by just one career. Dr. Haisha is also an author. She wanted to share her knowledge with other parents, so she wrote Cavity-Free Kids, How to Care for Your Kids' Teeth from Birth Through Their Teenage Years, Proceeds go towards diversity and dentistry mentorships, which is a nonprofit that she founded to educate and mentor underrepresented youth to explore dentistry as a profession. Dr. Haisha is truly unstoppable and constantly evolving as the main character in her beautiful life story. I bring to you my conversation with the mommy dentist. to have Tucson's top pediatric dentist. So thank you for joining. Oh, thank you so much, Teresa. I am so excited to be here. And you know, I'm already a fan of yours because yeah, as a dance mom, we have been through <laughs> so much <laughs> and we have that connection. But it was before then, even when um, our kids were in Manzanita together, you just have such a light and energy that you attract everyone to you and you just are just spreading such kindness and generosity onto the world. So thank you for having me. Thank you for your words. I actually feel the same about you. And that's why I felt this just inspiration to have you on. I know that you're a mother of three, of course, a pediatric dentist. You are an author and you were also like featured in the mystery diagnosis show. So I'm excited to dive into all that, but you were doing so many amazing things. And I I just love that you just serve others and women like you just make my soul smile. So um, I'm blessed to like know you personally and then, you know, get to have you on this podcast. I want to know what's the backstory. How did you become Dr. Layla High? Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, when I think in the arc of my life, I really need to start of my family, my upbringing. My mom was a single parent and she worked so much. She sacrificed for me and my two sisters. We did have the support of my grandmother being there, you know, a hot meal on the on the kitchen table when we got home and um, helped with the homework. But my mom was working two jobs. And I always remembered her telling me that, Layla, you have to go into a career where you can take care of yourself. And that was the beginning seed. But it was more so that underlying like her way of saying, you got to be a doctor, <laughs> you got to make it. So that was always the, the motivation. And so my background as a figure skater, I was going to be in sports medicine. I got my degree at Pepperdine in sports medicine. I was an athletic trainer. I did all that. 
I'll just say that really truly wasn't what I wanted to do. So right before I was about to apply to medical school, I had the opportunity to travel back to Iran. So um, part of my background is my father is Iranian, my mother is African-American, and I was actually born there, but we had to leave during the revolution. And so like a lot of families, they separated. So I didn't actually get to grow up seeing my dad at work, but he was a dentist. I, I, I was a gift to be there because I could see him at work as a dentist. I saw him using his hands. And the dentistry was so great about it. It's really the true marriage of arts and sciences. You're using your hands, you're creating, but as uh, based, of course, on the health of the person, knowing the whole biological systems. So um, I knew from there, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a dentist. So I came back and I did a school and I ended up in Tucson because my husband, who's also from Kansas City, was doing a residency here at UVA in um, neurology. So that's what brought me here to Tucson and opened my practice in 2003 when I uh, moved here. I worked for a year in a group practice after we moved, not knowing the area. But I knew from then I wanted to have the autonomy of running my own business, delivering the gold standard of care in the way I felt I would want my children to be treated. And so I opened the practice. And at the time, Teresa, um, there was about four pediatric dentists and all were older men. <laughs> and wow. I was the first female pediatric dentist. And so I test my success to being the, the first mom and actually I found out I was pregnant with my first child one week before I opened the practice. <laughs> oh my when I talked about being the mommy dentist, it literally, it was like, see a patient, get sick, clean up, go back, see another patient. Because it was all the first year of the practice and I was trying to grow the practice. But yes, it grew well because moms wanted to bring their kids to a mom. And I got an associate and, and associate turned to partnership and we grew to three practices. Brings us here now to 2020. We are so lucky to have you in this community. So you are an author as well. Do you want to tell us a little about, about your book? I had the idea for the book about two years ago. And it, because I actually had a little life-changing experience about seven years ago when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. You know, caught it early, thank goodness, and went through all that. But I had to get back quickly to the practice because it can only go so long. You know, if I'm not there, patients aren't getting seen. My partner, Dr. Priya Brahmian, she was amazing, held down the fort. But at a certain time, you know, patients are wanting to be seen. You know, a lot of people recover from their bilateral mastectomy over six weeks of time. And I really needed to get back in about two and a half or three weeks. At the time, I have to say, because I had to come back so early, it was very hard. You know, I almost resented just the career, the practice, the path I was taking because I didn't give myself permission to heal before I came back. And so that in turn caused some burnout for me and I lost kind of the spark for dentistry. I love my patients, you know that. I love the smiles behind the patients more. You know, I love cleaning teeth, but I love the kiddos. But at the time I was like, if no one's given me this permission to heal, you know, should I be doing this? So at that time I was like, I need to do something to reignite my my soul, my energy, my passion. And I decided I wanted to write a book. So it took forever to write the book because, yes, I was working full time and raising three kids and doing all that and have to worry of it being perfect and, you know, paralysis by analysis and all that. So it finally <laughs> was completed this year and I launched 
right before COVID. <laughs> and I really wrote it as um, just the collection of everything I share with my parents as they come, because we, as pediatric dentists, we see your child by the first birthday all the way through 18. But in fact, the care of your child's teeth starts when you're pregnant. So I have a whole chapter on your pregnancy and your oral health and when the teeth are developing and what you can do from birth to help your kids stay cavity free. My mission was to educate and empower parents to have the tools to help their kids stay healthy because oral health is such an important part of a child's overall health. Uh, there's so many diseases that present themselves in the mouth that we can get a warning sign or a signal that something's going on. And so we have a very close working relationship with the pediatricians and our other specialists in dentistry. Yeah, I call it like a resource guide. My vision for it was to be like the what to expect when you're expecting version for dentistry. <laughs> Oh, I love it. That's actually the first thought that came to me. And I'm like, I wish I would have had that book when I was initially right, pregnant right. to like, because I had really bad teeth. Like you can't tell now I've never worn braces, but I was that metal mm -hmm. mouth. Like I literally had like caps all over <laughs> my teeth. By now I'm 38, but I've had maybe seven root canals. So, I mean, is that stuff genetic? Well, you know, very, uh, very common question. The diseases of our genetic that you would see present in the teeth, you would also see that you have sparse hair, uh, nails, uh, what affects that. The biggest thing that, that causes cavities really narrows down to diet. And especially now with what's available for kids, and I will tell you, through quarantine, now we're seeing kind of these COVID cavities because it's, snacking on these um, refined processed carbs like you know the go-to convenient snacks like the goldfish crackers and the chips and the dry cereals which you know I know I'm a, as a mother too I would have those but what we're not realizing that when they are a processed carb these carbs break down into sugars and because they're so broken down they really get stuck in the groove of the teeth they get stuck between the teeth it's so important to kind of educate the parent on this, what they can do, some alternatives. If they have it, what you should do to keep the teeth clean. Flossing. I know a lot of parents, and I talk about it a lot in the book, that you don't think about flossing a toddler's teeth. They're just baby teeth. But what I have to say on a daily <laughs> is that these baby molars, they don't come out till the kid is between the ages of 10 and 12. So when a child gets a cavity between the teeth or in the, in the grooves of the teeth, we have to treat it before it grows and gets bigger and causes an abscess because the teeth are, the baby teeth are the placeholders to help guide in the adult teeth, really. Juice is a big thing. You know, drinking juice is very acidic. It causes cavities between the teeth. And I will, um, just to uh, point out, you can't detect the cavities between the teeth unless you get the x-rays to see them. If parents want to wait, we can wait. But then once you see them visually, that's at the point where, they have to be restored or crowned or root canals, as you're talking about. We recommend drinking water, of course, water in between meals. The Academy of Pediatrics actually recommends one cup of juice per day between four to, uh, four to six ounces of juice with a meal. We always say with a meal because when you're eating your saliva flow, it actually increases and your saliva is more basic. So it can help neutralize the acids from anything that you're eating. Then, of course, Fresh fruits and veggies are always healthy and cheese sticks and yogurt. <laughs> and hey, I love my sweets too. I mean, I think I, one dentist after lunch, I just have to, I just need like one little piece of chocolate. <laughs>
Yeah, no, I know. Get that blood sugar up a little. The yeah. chocolate is actually a better um, a sweet than the sticky candies. Just remember if it's sticky or gummy, these gummy, gummy vitamins cause caffeine because they're basically giving them a gummy bear a day. If you have a big Costco size jar of gummy vitamins, I say to take it at night and brush right afterwards. Otherwise, go to the old school like Flintstones that are chalky and kind of water soluble and they wash off the teeth. The gummy snacks, the gummy fruit snacks, the lollipops, lollipops. Oh, I'm just going to suck on it. It's not that bad. But it's the duration of time that the sugar is in contact with the teeth that the bacteria has more time to break it down and cause the cavities. Because when it breaks it down, when it breaks down the sugars, it releases the acid. So it's truly the acid that's making the holes in the teeth. Oh my gosh. I just learned a whole ton. I got to go back and fix that pantry of mine. <laughs> and it's okay. I never, I really come from a non, non-judgy place in the practice because I'm a mom. I remember when I was a resident and parents would tell me, you know, I just can't brush their teeth. I'm like, what do you mean you can't just brush their teeth? They're, you're the adult, brush the teeth, right? Until I became a mom. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh. And have them in a headlock trying to hold them still <laughs> to brush their teeth. I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get they it now. stronger than me. <laughs> so I, I understand. And that's why with the book, um, I have tons of free resources and guys that are on the website, themommydentist.com, um, that link to, you know, free resources. So yeah, I kind of came up with the domain, the mommy dentist, just to say, I have Really, truly just taking my my experience as a board certified pediatric dentist with my 16 years of being a mom. (laughs) It's the best, the best combo. I mean, you are just incredible, like so incredible. Wow. Well, I can't wait to get your book and especially gift it to anybody that, you know, that's the next baby shower gift. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes. So I learned that you were on mystery diagnosis. I didn't know that. And I mean, that show is so gnarly, but so you were featured on it. And that was early when I, early in my career, a mom brought in her daughter. She had been everywhere just trying to figure out where this pain was coming at the time her daughter, um, she was four. Her story was just so heart-wrenching because she's like, she'd cry and I took her to the pediatrician and they just kind of sent me around. People were saying that I was having psychological issues, you know, just she was making it up and I was making it up and it was just so terrible. And the way she was describing the pain, it really led you to understand that it was not dentally related. It was something in the face of the muscles of the face. And so there is a there is a condition called trigeminal neuralgia where the the nerve that innervates our muscles of our face um, can become, you know, affected and cause this pain. And at the time, too, and that's one thing in my practice, I will never try to cover up that I know everything or or act like I know everything. It was like, something's not right. I don't see any cavities. X-rays don't show anything, but I do hear you. I do believe you. Let me ask around. So, yes, I my husband happens to be a neurologist. <laughs> oh my goodness, family. I really think this is neurologically, um, you know, based in. And so, yeah, I referred her to a specialist, a pediatric neurologist. And sure enough, that's what it was. And she got the care she needed. And she's a happy, you know, growing a, a adult, I think, at this time. Now that I've been practicing over 20 years. <laughs> 
Uh, when I talk about dentistry, because I, I really, my, my big passion is also mentoring. You know, I try to tell those who are interested in healthcare, look at dentistry. It's not just about fixing teeth. It's not just filling and filling. You are really taking care of a patient, their whole self. We can detect cancers in the mouth, diabetes, so much. So it's such a rewarding career and more than people really know that it can do an offer. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. So I'm excited to also talk about your newest (laughs) mission. I did a lot of soul searching, Teresa, after that, after the breast cancer, because, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to change my my lifestyle. I'm not going to work so hard. I'm not going to overburden myself. And I was doing it still. I was still doing it. I'm still working. And, you know, but that's just my nature to be involved in the community and, of course, with my family. I wanted to build up my personal brand of DrLaylaHighshaw.com. But I also want to reach aspiring and young professionals to really pay attention to how they're designing their lives so that they don't allow the stress of work to affect their body. Because I really truly believe, again, I have no history of uh, breast cancer or anything like that. The stress plays a huge role in, of course, our health. So my mission in my personal brand is really to empower uh, young professionals inspiring professionals to design a life so they can make an impact in the world that they want to do, but do it so not at the detriment to their health. And so to answer your question, one of the things I'm reaching out to is the community of founders, because along the journey, I founded a nonprofit called Diversity and Dentistry Mentorships. And that's really to address the, you know, the staggering statistics statistic of um, the lack of diversity in our field. And in in turn, that does really can affect delivery of care to all patients when you consider systemic racism, implicit bias and all that. So I want to do that. So when, as I was building the nonprofit, it has been really challenging. I didn't know what I didn't know, you know, just needed to have rely on people to help guide me along the way. So I wanted to have conversations with founders of nonprofits and also social enterprises, um, companies that are giving back to the world and in our community, and just to hear their story and to make it like you're building a community to inspire others. This is what I'm hoping to get through the Founder Fridays on IGTV Live. <laughs> and yesterday was my first episode and it was really It was good. I tuned in. It was incredible. Yeah, you're a natural. I, I like yeah. Gap. <laughs> I love it. I'm with you. So that's why I'm like, I want to do something where I can talk all day and record it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the reason behind starting the personal brand and, and going on this venture. But you know, I am still practicing. I still love my patients. I don't want anyone to think I'm going anywhere. But um, you know, when we want to uh just fulfill our desires and our passions, we don't have to be defined by just one profession. We can do lots of things, many things that really really bring us joy. And that's what I'm after. And it, and it is bringing me joy that way. That's incredible. I'm so inspired by you. I love your founder Fridays. So are they going to be yeah. every week, every Friday? or like Well, I, I have so many coming through. So I was doing it every week. But yeah, I think if I'm going to follow my own advice, I may scale back a little bit because it is Friday evening. And that is the family time. They were waiting for me to start the movie and have pizza afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, you just, you know, you don't know until you try. I love that you lead with your curiosity and mm. your creativity. And I think that's what makes us fulfilled. And then really all of it goes back to serving others, mm-hmm. which I think is, you know, true happiness. So I, I love that you just go after it. 
Uh, thank um, you. <laughs> it's incredible. I'm a big fan. So I can't wait to, you know, chime in on all your founder Fridays. So was there anything else you'd like to say before I dive into our ending questions? That you- no, I just really grateful for to have this time with you. And, and yeah, it's always therapeutic as well to kind of go through everything. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, that's why I did that. That's where, so thank Yeah. Cause I think it allows you to like ask yourself questions maybe that you've never thought of or you know and you know this as being a busy working mom that we don't it's so busy you don't have time just to sit and be still to reflect on what's going on so it's true this truly was a gift to, to allow me to just kind of sit and do this and and think back and it's like ah, okay good job yeah well I've learned so much and everybody's just gonna love love the people that don't already know you everyone uh, that does know you love you all right, so we're going to close it up with my little tradition, my closing questions. Uh, the first one, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? And from who? Mom has given me so many great, great, great advice. One recently that she said, Layla, just buy expensive accessories and you can go shop at a discount store. <laughs> I love that. I, I like that. I'm all about that. Nice shoes and a nice handbag and you're good. No, but anyway. No, but seriously, but she has always said just to be yourself. You know, I think in so many different stages of my life, I've maybe allowed others to kind of write the narrative for me or how I should be or how I should present, or maybe I should be a little bit more professional or, you know, and even in the practice, I should look older. So they respect me more. But when I find that I am being myself and I tune into my true self authentically, then that's when, you know, the magic happens. And that's where I find my joy and that light spreads to other and I get the gift back. That is beautiful. I agree. I agree. I love it. All right. Second question. What's your favorite quote? Oh, you know, I really love um, Rumi's quote of what you seek is seeking you. Oh, I love Uh, that one too. Yep. (laughs) And, you know, I love the quote. And then I was like, I need to look up Rumi. And then I realized he was like a 13th century Persian poet. I was like, oh, well, there you go. Very cool. Yeah. All right. And then the last question, what's your favorite book? Okay. Well, my favorite book, I really, really do love Michelle Obama's Memoirs of Becoming. Because yeah, you really, you know, I always say politics aside, this woman, when she shares what she's gone through in her life, I just connected. And we all have that same commonality as working mothers, uh, or not even just working mother, but all mothers. And we want the best for our families, but everybody's life is so busy. But when we find time to really take care of ourselves, we go through the same ups and downs and highs and lows. But in the end, we are not just defined by one thing. You know, she was served as the first lady, but she is still finding herself and evolving. And that's how I felt as a pediatric dentist. I have reach, I feel like success is being a pediatric dentist, but I am still growing. I'm still evolving. So I'm not defined by one title. We are multi-talented and multi-passionate about things. And so um, if that's a message I got from the book, I want to share with your audience that you are still growing, evolving, and the best is yet to come. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm adding that to my list. Oh, great. Wow. Thank you so much. I am just so excited for our listeners to get to meet you and follow you and all that good stuff. Um, But wishing you lots of success. I really appreciate it. And and likewise, I wish you all the success because we need more people like you out there spreading positivity. And the pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Dr. Layla Haisha. Again, I am so grateful 
for you tuning in to my podcast. I'm curious to know what you think or if you have any questions. If so, please feel free to reach me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or visit www.hearttotalk.com. I'll be back in two weeks.